the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? Oh, that was almost really bad. That was almost really bad. But we are conquering fears today. <laughs> Who? As she turned to continue down the hall, she immediately stepped on a small rock on the floor. Ow! Oh. I miss my shoes. <laughs> she continued walking until she found a stone door, which opened upon her approach. She stepped into what appeared to be another large room, with two closed doors next to her and a gentle fountain in the center of the room. (sighs) Ren, Briar, I hope you're both okay. Nova sat down, hopeful that her friends would step through those doors, but fearful that she would have to complete this dungeon alone. Long ago, the world was at war, but then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers, but that is about to change. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock.
Warlock, Episode 15, Survival of the Fittest. Nova sat alone, a watchful eye on the two closed doors. She hoped her friends would be the ones to step through them, but cautious that something more sinister might appear. The room was completely silent, except for the gentle sound of water from the fountain. Come on, you two. I don't think I can do the rest of this alone. Nova reached into her pack to grab some of the leftover food Ren prepared, and her hand bumped the small dog statue from the treasure room. She took it out of the bag and stared at it. Well, at least I've got you, dog statue. Can I attune to this, maybe? Nova began to inspect the statue more intently. It was warm to the touch, with an incredible amount of detail for its size. She turned it over to see something etched into the bottom. Behemoth? That's weird. I wonder what that means. Maybe if I... Nova leapt to her feet as one of the two doors slid open. Out of the darkness walked a familiar face. (gasps) Briar! Nova, I'm glad you made it through your trial. Briar, you aren't going to believe what I had to fight. First it was a shark, then a spider, and oh, I got to fly through space. It was incredible. Sorry, I'm just really excited to see you. Nova, where are your shoes? Oh, yeah. Spider room. Briar placed her hands on Nova's feet as small vines grew out from under her sleeve, wrapping around each foot. There. The best I can make are some sandals, but they're better than nothing. Briar, that's really so nice of you. They're perfect and you didn't have to do it, but my feet actually really hurt, so thank you so much. Suddenly, the two of them heard pounding and crashing from just beyond the third door. Careful, it it could be a monster. Right. They each took up a fighting stance as the stone door came crashing down. From the dust walked Wren, cape billowing as usual. Ha! Finally, there you two are. I thought I was never going to get out of there. Wren, you know those doors open, right? Yeah, I figured they would, but, uh, you know, I didn't want to solve all those dumb puzzles, so I just kind of smashed them in instead. You didn't solve any of the puzzles? Look, I didn't want to have to do all that math. And those weird riddles? Ugh, boring. Hey, nice shoes, Twinkles. Thank you. Now, how are we all doing? We only have a few hours left, and I have no idea how much of this crawl we have to do. Or even how to get out of this room. Hmm, you're right. The only doors are the ones we came through. Nova turned to see Wren inspecting the fountain in the center of the room. It was a typical tiered fountain, water shooting out of the top, falling down on the sides and landing on the floor. The floor was slightly sunken towards a small drain nearby, water swirling down the grate. Careful, Wren, there might be... Traps, I know. While Wren inspected the fountain, Briar began investigating the rest of the room. Wait, look up there. Briar pointed to a passage at the top of the room, easily ten feet in diameter. The only problem, however, is the ceiling was 60 feet high. Uh, I don't suppose anybody prepared levitate, did they? Levitate can only go 20 feet. And I can't even cast it. Really? That's weird. Yeah, I have the leather loop. I can say the words, do the hand motions. Nothing. Ah, damn. Well, how much rope do we have anyway? Maybe we can figure something out. Wait, I think what we need to do is stop that drain and flood the room. Flood the... I get it. We need to swim to the top. Let me see if we have anything we can use to stop the water. Briar began pulling everything they packed out of the haversack. I bet we could use our bedrolls. Rin, where did you... 
Briar pulled a small wooden hammer out of one of the pockets. What's this? Although my kid might have left a toy or two in there. Just fair warning. Oh, that must be Caligari's. It's kind of cute. Hey, let me see that thing. I swear I used to have one just like it. Briar wound up to toss Ren the hammer. But as soon as the hammer felt movement, it quickly grew in size to a huge mallet as she let go of it. It flew towards Ren as he was barely able to dodge out of the way. The hammer slammed into the fountain, breaking it free from the ground as water came shooting out. Once it stopped moving, it shrunk back to its original size. Holy hell, he lets his kids play with this? Sorry, are you okay? Nah, I'm fine. It's a good thing your aim stinks. Here, let me hold on to this. Here, cover the drain with these. Briar handed the two their bedrolls, which they used to cover the drain. And now, we wait. How long do you think this is going to take? As soon as they stepped back from the drain, stone tiles began shifting on the wall, water gushing out. Never mind, not that long. Everyone, get ready. The room quickly began to fill with water while the three students huddled together. Hey, here, grab onto this rope so we don't get separated. Got it. The water continued to rise as the trio began treading water. They all held on together as they began to reach the top of the room. Ah, this wasn't so bad. Look, I can see... Ren's words were cut short as a metal hand reached down and pulled all of them into the next room. The creature tossed them to the floor. Oof! Before them stood a suit of armor, but with no one inside. Only the faint light from the creature's mist was visible where a body might be. What the hell is that? Are they serious? Wait, 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 hang on. I remember these. Um, um, they're, uh, they're, they're resistant to magic. Ha, I remembered something. Resistant to magic? What are we gonna, uh? Nova quickly dodged out of the way as a massive sword came slicing down on her. This is a learning environment. Why are they trying to kill us? She jumped backwards towards Briar as it made another powerful swing. Quick, group up. Right. right. The trio grouped together facing their armored foe. Nova saw yet another stone door just beyond the monster. That door looks sealed shut. I have a feeling we have to beat this guy to move on. What physical attacks do we have? I got nothing. Psh, even with no mist, my punches and kicks still pack a wallop. It's time to give this tin can a few new dents. I think I'm going to have to use my latest technique. Oh, hell yeah. Cover me. You got it. Ren began fighting with the helmet horror, landing punches and kicks where he could and deftly dodging the sword. Briar took out a pouch of soil from her bag and placed it on the ground. This is going to use a lot of mist, but here it goes. Botanic Fortress! Briar placed her hand inside the pouch. Suddenly, bark began growing out of the soil, covering Briar's entire body until it created a wooden suit of armor. She immediately ran up to help Ren. That is so cool! The two began a barrage of attacks on the construct, with Briar stepping in to block attacks against Ren, while Ren would counter with an attack himself but they seem to be doing little damage to it. I feel so useless. You ready, Mosshead? Let's do it. Ren dropped down, kicking the construct's legs out from underneath it while Briar punched it square in the chest. It fell to the ground with a crash and became motionless. Ren and Briar ran back over to Nova. (laughs) That thing wasn't too tough. I barely worked up a sweat. Suddenly, the armor stood up once again and began approaching them. Damn, these things are tough. Oh, come on. Just how many hit points does this guy have? Wait, I've got it. Ren, pass me that hammer. There's the Nova we've been waiting for. What's the plan? The helmed horror walked menacingly over to the group, preparing to swing its longsword while Nova told Class Red her plan. Now.
now! Ren dashed towards the armor, ducking out of the way of its first attack. He slid around to the back of it, just like before, preparing to sweep its legs. The armor, however, anticipated his move and swung its sword around in an attempt to hit Ren. Ha! Gotcha! As the armor swung its sword low, Ren leapt into the air, flipping over it. Mosshead, now! Vines wrapped around its legs just as Ren came flipping down the other side. A swift kick to the front while Briar pulled with her vines, slamming it to the ground once again. Nova! Take this! Nova dashed forward, hammer in hand. Just as she reached the pile of armor, she wound up and swung hard. The hammer grew to its giant size, slamming the helm toward her. It went flying across the floor and into the hole in the ground, sinking to the bottom of the water. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> All right, nice work, Twinkles. Now come on, the door's open. Briar dropped the wooden armor off her body, noticeably exhausted from using it, as she gathered her things and ran with the others to the next challenge. As soon as the three students entered the room, they were met with a deep, menacing laugh. They stared down the hall, lit by torchlight to spy an imposing figure. <laughs> so all three of you made it through your trial. Impressive. Everyone be on guard. I recognize that voice. They really aren't going to give us a break, huh? This will be your final test, Class Red. Out of the shadows stepped Professor Wildhide, one of the tower instructors. <laughs> Professor Wildhide. Legacy, Mirage. In his werewolf form, he easily towered over the three of them. Despite his feral appearance, he wore a sorcerer uniform fit for a nobleman. I knew it! Professor Wildhide. Hey, wait a second! No way three of us can beat a professor! Oh, you don't need to defeat me. You just need to get past me. Suddenly, Professor Wildhide multiplied, creating dozens of copies of himself. His voice echoed down the hall the group unsure of which copy was speaking. That is, if you know which one is the real me, don't worry, I'll hold back. What do we know about Wildhide? Ren, any ideas? The only thing I really know for sure is that he teaches calligraphy. Calligraphy? And why are you so incredulous? I'm one of three masters in the entire region. Sorry, you're right, I'm sure you're amazing. I'm sure Elder Sight will help. Elder Sight! Nova activated her Elder Sight, but to no avail as every figure was glowing with magic. <laughs> I've heard of this ability, Nova Ravenwood, but it won't work on me. While my Mirage is active, I also emit a large amount of mist. You won't be able to tell which is the real me so easily. Ah, he's right! I can't tell them apart! Can we try just running through them? <laughs> you can certainly try. I don't like the way he said that. Well, I guess we gotta try attacking him one by one. Taser grip! Ren lunged forward and attacked the closest Mirage, but as he was about to make contact, his hand slipped right through. One of the figures stepped forward from the group and swiftly kicked Ren, sending him flying back. Oh. <clears throat> okay, so maybe we should be more careful. You think? I can try an astral beam scatter! Nova fired an astral beam down the hall, which quickly splintered into a dozen more. Ha <laughs> Let's see you dodge this! All of the copies quickly shifted out of the way of Nova's beams. He dodged it. This is clearly a test of detecting the real one, not something we can just punch or blast our way through. We need to think. Astute observation, Briar. 
This isn't a test of strength, but rather your problem-solving abilities. Well, damn. We tried your elder or whatever, and, uh, I got nothing. Without soil, I don't have enough room to make a poison spore field. Nova, you have to have some idea on what to do. Oh, come on, Nova. You always have a plan. Wait, the mirage is just visual, right? Yeah, I think it's an illusion. That means it's not smell-proof. Maybe that dog statue didn't give me powers because I didn't use the command word. Let me try again. Again with the dog statue, Twinkles? Nova took the dog statue out of her pack and yelled, Behemoth! Suddenly, the dog statue fell from Nova's hand and landed on the ground. And with a poof of smoke, a gigantic black mastiff the size of a horse stood in its place. Forget dog powers! We get a real dog! Wow, is that a dire mastiff? Finally. I was wondering when they were going to figure that out. Are you Behemoth? Behemoth? Lich, what a mouthful. I'm gonna call you Cupcake. Nice trick, Glass Red. But what are you going to do now? Behemoth? Uh, Or Cupcake, whichever name you prefer. Can you understand me? Can you help us beat this guy? Behemoth? Cupcake began sprinting down the hall, running through the mirages, stopping in the middle of the room. He lifted his head and began sniffing the air. (laughs) Suddenly, he turned his attention to one specific figure. That must be the real one! He sniffed him out! Oh, what a good boy, Cupcake! Tackle him! Wait, tackle me? You're just supposed to fight? (laughs) No! Cupcake tackled Professor Wildhide, sending him to the ground, then sitting on top of him. I can't be mad. You're such a good boy. Yes, you are. Now's our chance! Run! The three students began sprinting down the hall, and as they reached the door, Cupcake stood up and began running with them, but not before giving Professor Wildhide one last sloppy lick on the face. Good boy. Take care of those three. And good luck, Glass Red. (laughs) The students open the door to reveal a wide stone spiral staircase leading up. Ugh, I've used too much energy. Go on without me, I'll catch up. Cupcake, can you help us out again? (laughs) Cupcake grabbed Briar's pack with his mouth and tossed her onto his back. This looks like it might be the end. Come on, I'll race you to the top. The three began running up the long stone staircase towards the top. This is it! I can't believe all three of us are going to make it through the first exam! Suddenly, the passage started to rumble. What the hell is that? A portion of the wall erupted as a horde of ghouls crawled out, followed once again by the flaming skeleton. Ugh, these guys again? Well, looks like I get my wish after all. Briar's right, we can't beat that skeleton. But maybe we don't have to. Ren, can you give me an opening? Psh, who do you think you're talking to? I got something I've been dying to try out. Ren faced towards the ghouls and drew in a slow breath as cold air formed around his fists. Avalanche rush! Ren began to unleash a string of punches so fast that it looked as if he had dozens of fists flying out in front of him. (laughs) At the end of each punch, Ren launched icy shrapnel off his raging fists. Razor-sharp icicles began flying straight at the pack of ghouls in a devastating, widespread, concussive blast. 
It engulfed the group of undead, pinning them against the wall. Twinkles, you're up! Wait, wait, where'd you go? Take this! Nova Misty stepped behind the flaming skeleton crawling out of the tear in the wall, smashing its head with the expanding hammer. As she connected, it went flying back in. We gotta move, quick! I think I just made it bad! The three of them sprinted up the stairs, looking behind them at the remaining ghouls and the skeleton just in time to see its skeletal hand reaching back out after them. Ooh, I'm glad that worked! I don't think I can cast any more spells! Come on already, I don't want to be the last class out! The three made their way quickly up the stairs, a light glowing brighter and brighter until... A portal! Ha! I knew this was the end! Quick, get Moss head through! As they reached the top, Cupcake leapt into the portal with Briar on his back, followed quickly by Ren and Nova. As their eyes adjusted to the light, they found themselves back in the Great Hall, the Headmaster and Sid already addressing a few students that made their way through before them. Nova looked up to see Class Blue step out of their portal across from them. Damn, I can't believe a red beat us. Oh, I blame you, Balthazar. Me? You're the one who wanted to look for more treasure. Ren, I'm glad to see you made it through as well. You did have an 80% chance, same as us. Glad you didn't falter. What, and miss out on fighting you in the tournament? Not a chance. Is that a dog or a bear? I'm proud of you, Class Bloom. I knew all three of you would make it here just fine. Even when Balthazar was in the jaws of that giant crocodile, I kept my cool. I seriously doubt that, Professor. You're right. I didn't keep my cool. I was electrified! Oh, my love. You look tired. Are you all right? May I escort you to the dorms? I think I'd rather take the dog. If I'm correct, that dog is a figurine of power. Quite a find. It's a shame you can only use it again after seven days. Seven days? Oh, I wanted to snuggle with them after the midterms. Now, go get some rest, Class Blue. Headmaster will be in touch soon with the fighting assignments. Rest is key! Come on, let's go, dweebs. I'm starving. Sleep well, my little cherry blossom. Nice work, you three. Zarian approached the three as they took off their packs and caught their breath. And you had two hours to spare. Who made it back first? Wait, don't answer that. I already know. Gold actually made it in record time. They got here six hours ago. Six hours? Uh, That little windbag. I can't wait to fight her either. Trust me, you're not the only one who wants to humble that bully. We'll get our chance. Can we get back to the dorm? I'm exhausted. Oh, right, sorry. Uh, We can take it from here, Cupcake. (laughs) Cupcake gave Nova's face a slobbery lick, then poofed back into his statue form. <laughs> what a goof! Briar, do you need a hand back to the dorm? I'm okay. Thank you, Professor. You certainly had a challenging trial. I'm not surprised you're out of mist. Watching you defeat that harpy was quite the show. Wait, did you see... everything? I did! Speaking of, how's your face? Damn it! Ugh, I'm starving. I'll whip us up something tasty. I need new shoes. I'm going to get some sleep, too. The staff was awake the whole exam. Get some rest. The headmaster will be announcing the first round of duels as soon as the time limit is up. Right. As Arian snapped his fingers and vanished from sight, Sid walked up to Nova. Nice work, Nova. Hope my advice helped you out. 
Not that I'm playing favorites or anything. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're a lifesaver! Your rabbit kick to the gut is hard to forget. It definitely helped with a certain helmed horror. It's an effective teaching method. I can't wait to see how much you've grown during the duels. Just remember, fight with your brain. Thanks, Sid. I appreciate it. The three made their way back up the tower, exhausted from the dungeon, but still jittery with anticipation of the reveal of who their first opponent might be. I wish we know who else made it through. It's hard to prepare when you don't know who you're up against. That's why we have to be prepared for literally everything. We can brainstorm over dinner. I think I have a good idea on how to deal with... The three stepped into their dorm and closed the door. In the darkness, they could hear the wind blowing through an open window in their common room. Did we leave a window open? It's freezing in here. Eh, don't worry, I'll get a fire going. Ren used his legacy to ignite a log sitting in the fireplace. As soon as the fire started, it lit up the room to reveal a red, skeletal traveler sitting in one of their chairs. Hello! Warlock, Episode 15, Survival of the Fittest. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren and Balthazar by Nick Akins. Briar by Jackie Webb. Kira by Shelby Hall. Xander by Jeremy Cobb. Rick by Isaac Otterman. Sid by Bill Roper. Caligari by D'Angelo Murillo. Zarian and Mendel by Zachary Burrell. Professor Wildhide by Jesse Jerdak. The Traveler by Eric Jensen. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on your preferred platform. Check out our Patreon for early access, filler episodes, behind-the-scenes clips, and other bonus content. Link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Next time on Warlock. Hot off the heels of her first exam, Nova is given a task by the Lady in Darkness. Unable to refuse, she embarks on a quest that brings her to the top of the tower itself. But she is not alone. Hunt for the Red Orb, next time on Warlock.